the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We talk all the time about the dwindling appreciation for the foundational values of America, and so I like to uh, bring to you uh, instances where you can go and be edified in believing in what uh, made America great and what I think is the only way America can be uh, upheld and maintain and build on what it uh, originally was intended to be. And that's why we're going to have Robert Cooperman on the show again. Robert is with the Natural Theater in Dublin, Stage Right Theatrics. You can find them online at stagert.org, or you can just Google Stage Right Theatrics. And they have a production coming up this weekend at the Abbey Theater in Dublin, which is in the same building as the Dublin Rec Center. And it is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So you can also watch this production online. We'll give you the details on that and how to get tickets. But, Robert, as we welcome you to the show, before we get into the production that you have this weekend, I just wondered if you'd discuss maybe uh, your philosophy, how it differs from uh, traditional theater, and how you've been received by the theater community and by the community at large uh, in Dublin and beyond. Thank you so much, Bruce. It's, it's always a pleasure to be here. Um, how do we differ? Well, you know, the interesting thing is, I don't know that we differ that much from some really classical theater, say, you know, Greek theater like Oedipus, so Shakespearean theater, in that we are presenting people who um, do not seek out victim status, do not feel that they are oppressed by a, a an overarching government hand or or a, a community that oppresses them, etc. These are people, the protagonists in, in the plays that we produce, who stand tall against such pressure, do not see themselves as victims, and instead embrace um, those founding philosophies of, of our nation, which I think speaks, and, and by those examples, I think speaks to not only Americans, but all people. But um, is we really try very hard through what I've been calling, and you mentioned the natural theater, to promote those conservative slash traditional values that and institutions that made this country great. Dare I say it? That made this country great. How has it been received? Well, we're not beloved in the uh, in the theater community, uh, but uh, people are. People, I think, at this point, after seven years, accept that we are there and we're not going away. I do have a number of people in the theater community who have worked with me for years and are supportive of me, even if they don't agree with the political stance of what we're presenting. And I think that's the whole point. We invite everyone. I think we are the most diverse company mm -hmm. in central Ohio, or well, one of them, I shouldn't say the most, but one of them, because we welcome everybody. We don't ask questions. We don't have a litmus test. The only, the only um, requirement, if you will, for, being, for working with stage right theatrics is, do you love theater? And if the answer is yes, come on aboard. So, and the community, slowly we're building up a community uh, who appreciates what we're doing, not only here in central Ohio, 
but because we can live stream all over the country. And I think that's very gratifying. Well, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, obviously the fact that you recently performed The Uncanny, written by Andrew Clavin, and Andrew has a huge following, and he's a bona fide conservative, but he's also a very, very talented uh, just writer and screenwriter and right. writer of books and author. And if you'd indulge me one more question in that realm before we get into this week's production, sure. That Poor Trap Man, it is amazing to me, Robert, you do have diversity because you have diversity of thought. And that is not celebrated now. We want diversity on surface characteristics, but not on diversity of thought. And it's funny, I wonder, from a long view, as you see how movies like Top Gun Maverick do at the box office, and other movies that I would say like are well done, and there aren't a lot of them, but well done Christian films that uphold family values and traditional values, like I Can Only Imagine, and things like that. It's amazing to me, like, is Hollywood against making money? Because those things that, that do or play to the themes that you play to seem to do very, very well because in the Hollywood realm, they are outliers. I absolutely agree with you. I don't know what's, why Hollywood cannot get the message. I mean, it's been given to them time and time again, and it speaks to them in probably one of the only ways they know how to listen, yep. and that's through money. Yep. Uh, you know, box office. They're not, they, they just don't, they are so invested in that, if dare I say it, woke ideology, um, and they don't, and, and they cut off their nose to spite their face. So, I, you know, I just don't see Hollywood, the Hollywood elite getting it anytime soon, because uh, in this case, uh, past history is um, indicative of future results. Yeah. They're just not getting it. But I think the grassroots uh, that you mentioned, all those uh, Christian-based films and theater. Uh, and I interview a number of these people who produce that on, I have a podcast called Stage Right, because I am not uh, original in any means, by any means. Um, so we, I talk with these people. They get great audiences. They get great responses. I think the public in general is yearning for this kind of entertainment, that more family-value, traditional kind of uh, entertainment, which, by the way, does not have to end in Pollyanna. Uh, it could be something that's, uh, that ends in sadness or death, but it has meaning, mm -hmm. and that's the whole point. Um, I, I, and I, I think that's where the, the surge is going to come, is once the, the um, grassroots people gain traction and become a real challenge to Hollywood. I hope that happens. Yeah, I hope that happens, too. And uh, so let's talk about what you have coming up on uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday and Saturday, 7.30 p.m. at the Abbey Theater in Dublin, which is in the same building as the Dublin Rec Center. And then on Mother's Day at 1.30 p.m., people can watch this online. They can also buy tickets and go. Uh, that Poor Trap Man and uh, the bio here on your website, stagert.org, says... Uh, a maddeningly absurd tale of a squatter trapped, in, qu in quotation marks, of his own choosing in a house owned by an unsuspecting family whom he, along with the neighbors, conspiratorially connives to kill. It sounds like quite a mystery, maybe even a thriller. Tell us a little bit about it and some of the themes of it. It's actually an absurdist comedy. And when I read it, I said, this is really funny. Um, but... The underlying theme of this is what really wanted me to produce it, and it is a parable for the Arab-Israeli conflict. Mm. It is written by an Orthodox Jew rabbi, uh, Joshua Denise, 
and he has written for us before. And this one, it doesn't hit you over the head with that message, but it's there. And that's what makes it so enjoyable, because on the one hand, you could watch this play as this really funny, absurd tale of this squatter, as mentioned, who just comes into this house and says it's his, even though he has no right to claim the house, and he wants to live there, and they first let him live in the closet, and then they say he can live in the living room as long as he doesn't try to kill anybody. And then you start to realize, if you give it any thought, that this is that land for peace kind of thing, Mm -hmm. which never works out. And um, it's just, it's just, Again, I'm so pleased that uh, Joshua Denise wrote this as a comedy, so that you can laugh along and get the and, but get the message. It's not a heavy drama in that way, and it's not preachy. So it's it's really a lot of fun, and I think people will enjoy it just on the surface story of you know how to get rid of this poor trapped man, but also can enjoy it from the um, underpinning of it, which is. It's the Arab-Israeli conflict being played out from the Jewish perspective, and that's the key. Mm-hmm. We are unabashedly pro-Israel yes. on, um, on at stage right. Well, as I am here as well, and I've always said, if you're on the wrong side, if you're if you're not on the side of Israel, you're on the wrong side. Let's tell people how they can right. get tickets. Fifty-six hundred Post Road, Dublin, is where the Abbey Theater is located. As I say, in the same building as the Dublin Rec Center, you can call six one four two three three nineteen zero one. You can also, I'm sure, maybe not, maybe not sure, order online. You can watch it live stream. Just yep. give the details to people how they can uh, can watch uh, this latest production from Stage Right Theatrics. Certainly. Um, you can go to our website, stagert.org, just like that, stagert.org. And there's a button as soon as you get onto the website that says buy tickets. And that's for this show, That Poor Trap Man. You have your choice of in-person or virtual um, the cost is $15 per device for in, for streaming. So if you, six of you want to sit around the television and watch it stream, it's only $15. In person, it's $15 a ticket. But we also offer discounts for seniors and students and veterans. All you have to do is call 614-233-1901 to get the discount code. And uh, we'll be happy to provide that. You can buy as many tickets as you want at the, at the discounted price. Well, wonderful, Robert. I wish you well with this production, with your uh, entire enterprise. I appreciate what you do, and uh, very happy to have you on the show, and uh, wish you nothing but success this weekend. Thank you so much, Bruce. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for your support. Look, I talk a lot about Patriot Switch, and I talk about supporting causes that are aligned with you and how you believe about our country. There's no excuse here. This is easy to go to either in person or online, and I think you'll be encouraged. And I I can't advocate enough for supporting this kind of endeavor. StageRT.org or just Google Stage Right Theatrics Dublin. You got a performance on Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. StageRT.org. So we have a big uh, superintendent search going on in your Columbus City schools. They had it down to, what, five finalists? And uh, four of them, I think, were African-American. One uh, was a white male. And I said, you know, it was a long shot, but he had gotten fired in Des Moines, Iowa, for being too woke. So I thought that gave him a shot here. Uh, 
He wasn't woke enough. So he's out. <laughs> and they have uh, now whittled it down to, what is it, I think two finalists? And one of them, a guy by the name of George Eric Thomas, spent two decades at Cincinnati Public Schools. And then he went to Georgia. Uh, Now, what I do not see in the uh, Columbus Dispatch story about his candidacy is any mention of the fact that he did not part Georgia on the best of terms. Uh, The Georgia Board of Education did a 64-page internal audit onto uh, Mr. Thomas's uh, stewardship, shall we say, of his office. And curiously enough, the internal audit has never been made public because Mr. Thomas sued the department to keep them from making this public. Now, I'm just saying. This would be, to me, not just a red flag, but a red flag core waving at me. Go find someone else. Look, he may be the greatest thing ever, but this would scare me off from him. Or I would certainly need an explanation from him and from the people in Georgia. I wouldn't just take his word for it. As to why uh, this audit even happened. Now, NBC4, that's Channel 4 here in town, Uh, Quotes from a letter that they received from the Georgia Department of Education saying this. It appears that Mr. Thomas's office was mismanaged and that policies and procedures in place were routinely ignored by Dr. Thomas. (laughs) He inappropriately interfered with the request for proposal processes by telling employees to award contracts to specific vendors. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, The request for proposal process typically requires prospective vendors to answer a standardized questionnaire so that the purchasing party, a school board or government office, for instance, can evaluate multiple proposals. Under Thomas's leadership, multiple employees were not reimbursed for travel expenses contrary to state policies. Well, I will say this. Uh, Columbus City Schools has proven themselves really, really good at wasting money. And maybe Mr. Thomas... And the Columbus City Schools are a match made in heaven. Now, speaking of wasting money, let's move north to the state's sixth largest district, the Olentangy Local School District, where they have four high schools. And are they building a fifth? They're building something out there that I can see from Route 42 on my way to Delaware. Uh, A lot of good coaches, a lot of great young people in the athletic programs at the four Olentangy schools that I've had the pleasure to interact with. A lot of woke administrators. A lot of whacked ideology, too. And there was a hope that, once Mark Rafe announced his retirement as Olentangy superintendent, that the wokeness would vanish, because they have a lot of great parents in the Olentangy district, and a lot of really invested moms keeping watch over the wokeness and trying to retard it at every turn. But... Olentangy voted unwisely in its last school board election and outfitted its entire board with wokesters. And so I'm not surprised that the people who are watching this process closely tell me that we have one finalist who's going to get the job and one finalist 
who's being floated as if he could get the job when he has no chance. The finalist who has no chance is a guy named Joseph Clark. He is the superintendent of Nordonia City Schools in Macedonia, in Summit County. The guy who's going to get the job is already approved by the people on the inside. The guy who's going to get the job is currently the chief operations officer at Olentangy. His name is Todd Meyer. He was the first principal at Olentangy Orange. He's also been a principal at Westerville Central. And so he's on the inside, and he's got friends. I'm not going to say in low places. He's got friends in high places. And one of the friends that he has is a guy that the Olentangy district is paying to do a bogus search for the new superintendent. You might remember his name if you're at Olentangy. His name is Wade Lucas. You say, wait a minute, didn't he used to be our superintendent before Mark Rafe? Yes, he did. See how this works? You serve as superintendent for a while. You set up a system to award wokeness. You appoint a guy who will further your woke efforts, Mark Rafe. Then you, Wade Lucas, sit back, and when it's time to replace Mark Rafe, you swoop back in and have the district that's already paid you hundreds of thousands of dollars to be superintendent from 2008 to 2015, and you make the district pay you again to run a search for the new superintendent who is already in position and already knows how things works. See, that's how the whole thing goes. It's nice, it's quaint, and mildly annoying, I'm sure, to the Olentangy Board of Education that you parents show up at meetings, but they're not going to listen to you. They are not going to listen to you. They have no intention of listening to you. So listen to me. Get your kids out of that district. If you're a conservative parent, get your kids out of that district. Get them into any one of an array of schools where they can go and get a better education, and they won't be indoctrinated. You're not far from Delaware Christian School. You're not far from Northside Christian School. You're not far from Worthington Christian School. And you got other options as well. So check them out. I don't know enough about Watterson, DeSales. Hartley would be quite a hike. But there are lots and lots and lots of other opportunities out there. And if you have kids, I mean, this goes without saying, if you have kids K through 8, you'd be, you would be giving up the opportunity of a lifetime not sending them to Columbus Classical Academy in the fall because they only have grades K through 8. They're starting in the fall. They've got a beautiful building right at Polaris in 71. Their tuition is affordable. It's my personal opinion. They're going to be a great school for years and years and years and decades to come because it's a Hillsdale College curriculum. They're not paying me to say this, but I know the people, and the people make the education. The people make the education. So... I feel bad for you in Olentangy if you're one of the good people because your district is being run not by people like you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.